welcome to the No Kidding Podcast. I am Michael Johnson. Oh, okay. I'd like investigator and uh, peach farmer. That's quite the profession. Yeah, I'm both. I'm both a detective <laughs> and a peach farmer. Speaking of that, actually, I we've also been really into lately. We've been watching like Japanese food um, channels and on YouTube. Yeah. You mean like the silent ones where they just like make a thing um, and like nobody mentioned, like nobody talks? Yeah. Because those are ambiance and they're Basically, good. yeah. That's what it is. But oh my gosh, there's, there's so, there's so much good food there. <laughs> like there's so many yeah. things that I'm like, oh, that looks so good. But anyways, I was thinking of the peach because there was one um, where uh, basically it's like these fl- big fluffy pancakes that they make. I don't know what kind of batter this is, but it's. Oh, yeah, like souffle pancakes. Is that what that is? Because it's not runny better. It's very thick. And they are fluffy. And so, like, they... I don't know. Anyways, it looks delicious. But there's a peach one that they do. There's a strawberry one. There's, like, different flavors that they do. But the peach one, they boil the peach. Then they skin it because that helps take the skin off, I guess. And then they hollow it out. And then they fill it with this, like, jelly... These jelly balls... And then they turn it upside down so that when you cut into it, it just, like, spills out. Anyway, that really stood out to me. Not that it looked... I mean, I'm sure somebody that would be... Oh, my gosh, amazing. But that was, like, the weirdest one to me. (laughs) I was like... It looked like fish eggs just, like, coming out. But they were obviously fruity, probably fruity flavored because it went with that meal. But anyway. How bad do you want to have milk bread? Pretty bad, just so I can try it. It's on, um... It's on Mills. You can get some. You can? Yeah. They have like whole sweet rolls there made with milk bread. It's good. They have ones that are layered with maple syrup. So you can like peel them away and they have like little maple syrup layers. It's good. Really? And they have that here? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, Mills, like the, you know, kind of our little Asia. Yeah. So it's really like little Vietnam, but they have all kinds of like Asian foods. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. What did you know? What like the place is called? I could like check it out. Dong, a supermarket. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I always laugh at that name. There is also like a couple doors down. There's Dong, an import store. So I'm gonna assume he expanded to do imports. Oh, okay. So it's not. They're really nice there. They have. Uh, I once went and I wanted to try. I actually this was the. Um, it was my birthday gift to um, our nieces. And I got them like a bunch of like uh, foreign like Asian sodas. Oh. Um, yeah, and I got like I basically cleaned out their like drink <gasps> case. Um, and they were like, they were like, wow, if you're buying all this, she, she like threw in a couple of uh, like extra free drinks and stuff from. She's like, if you like these, you'll probably like these. And like she went like to the back no and like got some That's so like nice. weird ones. And I was like, okay, I'll try them out. Thank you. Wow, cool. Um, yeah. There's a YouTube video that like. They show the whole store, like inside the store. That's cool. Uh, Dong a supermarket. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> is it? Does it have um, like annotations of where to find stuff? Because I'm always in there. Like, where is? <laughs> Would that be nice? Because they have like no signs. I'm honestly there, so like that at every around. store I go to. So yeah. yeah, that's it. Um, but anyways, so another one which I was I really want to find this girl and buy her stuff but she basically 
started her own business in her garage in Japan. And um, she basically makes, it's almost like angel food cake, but I think it's better because it looks better. I don't know. But it's also like different <laughs> flavors. So she has like a plain one and she has like a chocolate chip one, a pineapple one, and like I think a peach one. And she also has gluten-free ones. And anyways, but... So the reason they did a video on her is because she sells out every single day. And then they, so they like, and she, she does everything in her little garage and she, time to expand. She bakes like, she bakes like, like a ton of stuff, a ton. So, and she makes like little cups and she makes, and she individually wraps every single one and they're so perfectly done and they just look so good. And she puts like icing inside of everyone and oh, it just looks so good. And anyways, but she's, I looked at her Instagram. I can't remember the name of her Instagram now. I wish I could share it because if you're in Japan, you go check her out. But apparently, you know, she's like not open that much because she's kind of like, I'm open from 12 p.m. to 3 p.m. or until I sell out. And she's only open like two or three days a week. Because she's like a single person, single, you know, employee right, doing yeah. everything. So <laughs> she probably has to take like a day to cook everything or bake everything and then a day to sell. And then she bakes again and then sells again. Um, but yeah, she seems to Yummy. be pretty happy. Like just let me see if I can find her. It's like Coca. Have you seen the uh, channel that does like husband boxes? Husband boxes? Yeah. So I guess it's like one of those things that um, it's like traditional Japanese housewife sort of stuff where they um, will make like little bento boxes for their husband's day at work or whatever. And this one woman just like likes to do that for her husband. So she like catalogs. Well, it's not just one woman. There are a lot of um, YouTube channels out there, but there's one that's like particular, particularly popular for it really um but yeah it's just like she just catalogs like what her it's basically her doing her meal prep each week so like every day she has a a uh video where she like makes her husband like all these little boxes for his work and whatever and they're they always look like super over the top and like delicious and they have like all a huge variety of like different uh like foods and stuff like you know everything down from like squid to like um like little sushi rolls so like all sorts of stuff i don't know oh nice <laughs> that's cool so i found it it's coke so coconotane coconotane and oh. i wish i could find the actual like youtube video i'll share it to discord so that i remember to hopefully share it in the notes if you guys want to check it out um there you go but yeah so yeah i don't know like I love just watching pretty much Japanese anything. <laughs> I think like it's so <laughs> interesting to me because um they just they're so good at everything. <laughs> and they take such pride in what they do and they and they just really are good with attention to details and that's so what's the word? Like satisfying, you know? Yeah. I, I think um Asian cuisine is like my favorite thing to cook. Like you can really it's about it's it's such a great mixture of flavors and then also like there's a part of it that's just towards um presentation and i guess patience is another thing like there's a particular um youtuber he's actually i believe chinese um 
I believe I mentioned him on the channel. He's like Alvin Zoe. Mm, okay. And he has uh like videos where basically he puts out very little videos. He has like I think like ten videos in total. Um but yeah, they're just like he really you can tell that he puts like tons of effort into stuff and he'll do like uh I think one of them's like uh hundred and forty eight hour like chocolate cake where mm. <laughs> he literally just like takes the time to like steep everything wow. and like really make like flavors marinate and meld and he takes the time to like craft each like step of the ingredient like each ingredient that's like a step of the process um to like bring it to its like full potential to make like the best possible thing. oh do you see yeah like they yeah. must and have they're, the best they're all stuff. They're all like very aesthetic videos. Like there's no measurements or anything. It's just like his adventure mm-hmm. and they're all just like shot like in a very beautiful and like uh pleasing kind of uh aesthetic and ambiance kind of way. Yeah. They're really nice. They're really just like f- pleasant videos to watch. <laughs> That's so nice. I wish I could be like that. I just and I maybe it's because of where I grew up and like all of that, but and I actually do have incredible patience. I feel like as a person, I'm very patient with the externals. However, my own personal, I am such, I've learned, I think I'm too much of a perfectionist, which probably. It sounds like it would go hand in hand with That's what this. you would think. Yeah, you would think so. But I think that like, I get so frustrated with myself when I don't do things how it is in my brain. You know what I mean? Like. I have this idea of how this is supposed to turn out. And yeah, like I'm really bad about, and it's something that I'm trying to get better at. And it's part of like why I started to learn longboarding is I knew I wasn't going to be good at it, but like I have to stick with something and like actually try it for a longer period of time and, and develop skills and like actually perfect things as I go and not expect myself to just be good at something the first time I try it. And not even the first time, but like the second time or the third time, because <laughs> so far in my life, I just like, I just haven't had the patience with myself to do that. Like, where, that's a, one reason why I like, do not like cooking, because I'm, I, I always say like, I'm so bad at cooking, because the things that I want to cook and the, the way that I want it to turn out and everything, it's just like, it never fulfills my expectations for how I think I should be able to do it. And so then I just get like self-conscious and like I I get really down on myself and so like my I don't want to try again at that point I'm like no I'm not good this is actually a really good example of this <laughs> because yeah um yeah but I I went you know we went to the mountains a while back and uh-huh. one of the things that we do there now is we take a day where we go to Gatlinburg and we for for the young kids to sort of like explore and enjoy all that that has to offer. And one of the things that they have there is this laser tag game where you put on a vest and you have a gun and you run around a room and you try to like get each other out by tagging them. You know, everybody I think knows what laser tag right. is. But um, anyways. So, the tag of lasers. Yeah. Well, I went with Caleb and Paige as a, our niece. So K- Caleb is my our nephew and Paige, our niece, and my our other brother, Um and me, and I think there was maybe somebody else in there. I can't remember now. But, and I did pretty good, like, with everybody else. So, like, with Tim and Paige and the other people, like, I was getting a decent score. Not great, nice. but, like, average, you know? So, I was... You're wrecking those kids. I, 
I wasn't wrecking them, but I was I was holding my own, you know? But Caleb, man, I swear something was wrong with his vest. Like I could he would be standing in front of me and I would shoot him probably like ten times and nothing would happen. Like he would not mm. nothing would happen. And then he would shoot me once and he would get me. I was getting so frustrated. I was like, no, 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 no. Like, this is impossible. I, like, and that one thing, like, that irritated me. Not irritate. I don't know if irritated is the right word. Because I wasn't trying to make him feel, like, bad about that. Because I don't want to, like, discourage him or whatever. Because he, oh, he does he, the child has, a, he's fine. His self-esteem, <laughs> his self-esteem is fine. But, you know, like, I don't want to discourage, like, his, whatever. So, and he went on to play, like, probably 10 more games um yeah i i was done after the first one because not you're raging yeah i was raging i was like i need to be i <laughs> should be better than that like i don't know like i should be able to take out a 10 year old dang it <laughs> or at least like i don't know at least so i don't know so like things and that's why i don't think i ever got into video games that's one of the things that like discouraged me from video games because like I was never good at video games because I don't know, like I just couldn't do things well at first, you know. And like I was like, "Ugh, this sucks. I'm not good at it. I'm done," you know. Whereas, like, yeah, I think that's true with a lot of things in my life that I feel, eh, I don't know, probably was not the best mentality. I think <laughs> to have. my experience and with video games has definitely been something that I I am tempted to like recommend them to other people in an exercise of like becoming a somebody who's good with sportsmanship so to speak Mm -hmm. and the fact that like it forces you to regularly um face your own ineptitude and uh like failure enough that it could be like for me i felt like it was beneficial to the point where i'm like hey you win some you lose some and you just gotta learn to enjoy it when you win and learn from it when you lose okay but uh, my experience online has been that a lot of people don't come to this. <laughs> I was gonna say uh, my experience. <laughs> most gamers that I meet, yes, they're very <laughs> are not happy when they're losing. No, no, like there's there is video game rage for sure. I'm sure there's tons of videos out there, but like kids nowadays too. Like there's a couple kids I know who have they're very pretty normal kids. But then when they play video games, it's like you see that anger, that rage that's inside them, and <laughs> you're, you're scared. You're <laughs> like, okay. Um, but yeah, because it is frustrating. It's frustrating when like you think, you think you're doing everything right. You think like your expectation of this moment is like higher, I guess, than your ability. And maybe there was something wrong with his vest. Maybe it was me. I just felt like I'm doing fine with the other people. I don't know. But maybe he was just way better. And he, and it turns out he was way better. Um, he smoked every single person in every single game he played for the next 10 games. He was at the very top. Well, yeah, his vest was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, I, I wasn't the only one that who said that because he went in there with like like three college kids, um, uh-huh. like guys. And I actually like sidebarred and I was like, dude, like. He needs some humbling. Like he needs <laughs> <laughs> take, take that kid. Down. That kid. I got a bounty on so him. They, <laughs> I'm putting a bounty yeah. on him right now. <laughs> and so they specifically were like trying it, and he still won. And they came out and they were like, "Dude, no, no, no! There's something wrong with this gun. There's something his guns got." Like <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I like how they come out like he's unbeatable. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, 
And he was. Like, he he smoked everybody. And I'm not talking, like, he just came out on top every time. He was, like, far above everybody else's points. Like, way above. So, mm. um, so either he's, like, well, a savant at uh, laser tech or, you know. But I'm not. I'm not. Ca- I'm yeah, not calling him out. You know, like whatever. The reality of the situation is, Lisa. Sometimes you can do everything right and still exactly. Lose. That's that's a lesson I had to learn that day, and I did not take it personally until he asked. He sure. asked me to play again, and I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will take it personally if I play. Again. I will not play against you. I would. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I just remember <laughs> like playing laser tag as a kid. And having so much fun and not caring and like just running around like playing. I do remember having Yeah, be a kid, Lisa. Yeah, but in that moment I was enraged. I was like, This is impossible. You need to go down. <laughs> <laughs> you you like you're already out, but you have the gun to his chest. So like, you're coming with me, kid. <laughs> yeah. Well actually I think I learned I learned a trick that I didn't know, but he did know, which I think is partly why he was go- getting better than everybody else. Is I always thought you had to target the vest only, but apparently the gun is also a target. So, and it's a much bigger mm. target and it's lit up. So, it's yeah. very much, it's a lot easier to hit the gun than it is to hit the vest because people have their arms in front of their vest, they're blocking their targets, you know? Mm. So, um, can't block your gun. You can't block your gun. So, yeah, I think that's, that's what he, he figured out really quickly. And I did not know. Um, so, and I, d- I confirmed it with the guy who worked there. I was like, hey, is the gun an actual target? Can you shoot the gun as the target? And he's like, yeah, totally. I was like, oh, okay. But I did I did never play. Too little, too little, late. Yeah, it was too little, too late. I did not play after I learned that. So, so yeah. Um, that's why I think, like, the Asian culture has this, I don't know what they learn as a children and, like, how they learn these values or like how they learn to like zen out and not stress so much about perfection. But even though their stuff turns out perfect, like how does yeah, that, sure that, how does do. that happen? <laughs> Maybe that's why. Maybe because they're not worried about perfection that it, it just turns out perfect, perfect. They're just more worried about the process. You know, they're more worried about each individual step. Or they grow up worrying about perfection Or maybe that. The maybe they're that like totally to anxious inside. They're like. <laughs> or maybe it's a mixture of both. both. Yeah, I guess that's true. Could be. Um, but yeah. Yeah. So that's why you got to play single player games. With you. I've been playing uh, <laughs> that is... Red Dead Redemption recently and it's infuriating. Oh, really? Is is Red? <laughs> is that also a solo game? Yeah, it's a solo game. But it's like, I, I swear that game is designed to absorb your time. <laughs> like it is. I think it was an intentional design choice. Like I think they were, they're trying to get people to like chill out and be like, look. It's a it's like a cowboys kind of mm-hmm. game. So it's like, look, you're in the wild west. You're a cowboy, and you're just on your horse trotting through the woods and uh, avoiding rattlesnakes or whatever. But I'm like, dude, I just it's like every mission, every conversation is like so long, and there's so little saving in between that it's like you can't just like leave. You can't just like, oh, I gotta go eat, so I'm gonna put it down. Uh, it's like when you're in a mission, it's like you gotta complete the entire mission oh before you can go do anything. As a parent, portal save. When it's like, I'm almost done. And then you're like, parents are like, no, turn it off. Yeah. And then you're like, great. I just lost 45 <laughs> minutes of progress. Right. Uh, and then you got to go through all those conversations again. Um, yeah. And everything is like, and even while you're like riding through the wilderness, you'll uh, happen upon random strangers. It's like, there's so many things that are just like, oh, I was going to do this thing. But now suddenly I'm doing this other thing that's like, 
uh, like I happened upon a woman that was trapped under a horse and I like helped her out from under it. And she's like, oh my gosh, I, thank you for saving me. Like I would have been out in the woods, like I would have been eaten by a cougar or something. And I'm like, oh yeah, sure. And she's like, well, my horse is dead. So like, can you give me a ride to town? And I'm like, okay. And of course it's not the closest town. So we're trotting along to the next like town. And she's like, yeah. So, um, and then you just, she goes into like all the hardships of being a widowed woman in the old West. And I'm like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like i was gonna like, go yes, do another mission, I know, but I know. there's this whole thing and I, honestly those are some of the most interesting interactions because they're like kind of realistic and, and like well written and stuff yeah. but they're just they're not condensed at all it's just very like you're here to spend a whole night like going through a like encounter or something yeah um and every like every animation is so detailed and intricate and it takes forever. Like mm. a whole mechanic of this game is like selling pelts and stuff. So you go like hunting and the graphic nature of the animations of skinning an animal. <laughs> oh. I'm actually, I actually know how to skin a wolf now. I'm pretty oh, sure. Okay. <laughs> well, I guess you never know when you might need those survival skills. So yeah, I w- and like the an- animators went through the trouble of like even animating like things like okay, I can, like, drape a wolf pelt over my uh, horse's back, but then I can also put, like, a, a deer's carcass across the back of my, uh, like, <laughs> uh, horse's back to bring that into the town for the butcher. But what if I get a pelt and I already have a deer on there? There's a special animation where he lifts up the deer and scoots the pelt underneath the deer. Oh. I'm like, how many animations wow. did they make for this game? There's, like, an animation for everything. Wow, they thought of everything. Well, I mean, that does bring up the topic that I do believe that in a lot of ways video games are underrated as far as real life applications for uh, you know from playing them um because I've definitely seen the benefits to that um because a lot of people think oh you're just wasting your time or like you're not learning your skills or just like watching tv or whatever but there's Mm -hmm. definitely been especially nowadays there's a huge um you know uh real life application to that i've seen like benefits um like problem solving and um (laughs) like you said learning probably some emotional self-control emotional regulation sometimes sometimes. depends (laughs) but also more just like like there's some especially like they're starting to get so realistic to the point where you do feel like you're learning skills like Like, for example, like some games, like the ones where I don't know what they're called, but like where you have to build civilizations and learn how to balance like food and people's livelihood and things like that. Like you're learning economics, you're learning. Yeah, it's like management management games. games, Yeah. (laughs) And then there's also like the even the shooting games, like it's hand eye coordination. Like I feel like there's definitely a, a translation between being coordinated to a point with targeting in a video game and being coordinated and targeting in real life like i feel like somebody who was really good at targeting in a video game oh if they don't have like the auto target turned on or whatever you know like those extra features that like that they could potentially do, do like a bow and arrow or shoot a gun probably and hit a target not that that's something we want but like i'm just saying yeah. They are hand-eye coordination. Or, like, maybe kick a goal or, I don't know, whatever. Um, yeah. I've also noticed, like, a spatial awareness Spatial awareness, thing. yeah. Yeah, that, like, um, people that play video games generally, 
I've noticed just are better at like navigating with maps and being able to tell like in general what direction something was where they came from. Or right. Something. Yes. Like being able to retrace without having to like exactly do a zigzag back and like actually retrace their steps that can be like, no, where we came from was in that direction. Right. And I know like at least in NASCAR, um, there's there's a video game that simulates like the real racing yeah there are some really realistic sims oh, out yeah. there for it's lots like, of stuff like a uh, microsoft flight simulator anybody <laughs> right and i wonder like because i think some of these professions do train in some respect with simulators that really are beneficial and i know like i was like with nascar they've hired they've hired race car drivers who are like played the race car game, and I'm not talking like the crappy games, but like the simulation games, where mm-hmm. and the they are ones. actually it, it translated very well, and they're actually really good race car drivers too. Um, obviously you you need a little bit of element of like what's the word? Just like je ne sais quoi. Like no fear of dying, whatever oh, yeah. that is. <laughs> <laughs> no response in real life. Yeah, no response. So. Anyways, I do feel there's some benefit. But basically, the moral of the story is I'm a sore loser. I also am not very competitive. I think we've talked about that. Like, I don't think it's a matter of being competitive and not like right. it's not. It's more like personal perfection where I just hate not doing well. <laughs> <laughs> but not doing well is sometimes the the best step yes you learn how to like there's that. a good quote that says you have to be willing to be bad at something in order to be good at it and i think that's like mm-hmm. something i really and that's why you're not good to at learn it. yes exactly that's why <laughs> i'm mediocre at everything in life <laughs> so anyways don't be like me go out and go outside and touch and grass touch grass and enjoy enjoy your little your little steps to being good at things I guess I don't know yeah let me know if you're like me actually tell like validate me please I'm not the only person <laughs> that um Can't has be. a hard time with with yeah continuing things with stuff and stuff with stuff and stuff you enjoyed this episode right if you did you know it'd be really great if you if you're feeling generous Give us a rating. Give us a review. Give us some feedback. Let us know if you like it. Let us know if you want us to keep going. Let us know if you've listened to any others. Let us know if you think we should do more. Let us know if we're doing a great job, if we're not doing a good job. If you want to check us out on Instagram or YouTube, do that. You know, you can find us by searching No Kidding Podcast on YouTube or Instagram. Or you could check out our personal stuff. Hey, we have like, I've posted some stuff of our trips together. There's some really great videos um, of us together if you want to see like us. Um, my Yeah, become a member. Become a member. I just wanted to say that we don't have a membership. No, we don't. It's free. We don't charge you for anything. <laughs> um, my Instagram is Lisa Charlotte. Andrew's is I am Shandrew. You can figure out how to spell that. You know, he probably wouldn't mind if you didn't know how to spell that. Just never found him. Um, but mostly just check out our podcast Instagram if you want to find us. We're all we're there. And that's my spiel. I don't do it often, but, you know, we'd love to know what you guys think. So 
Thank you for listening. We appreciate you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye bye. And when we're in the distance, you'll hear this whisper tune. So long, Nice. Nice. I'm looking at these husbando boxes. There's you told me already. Yeah, the the little bento box has got a little I think there's a little um orange chicken with the there's like some little egg souffles in there. Oh my god. Looks like some um collard greens and a little little square of nori with some uh salmon on top and a little bit of rice. Oh are those are those steamed mushrooms? Steamed mushrooms? Get out of here. Oh my gosh, the bento boxes that are too cute to eat. Oh, those are nice. Oh yeah, what do you do? What do you mean? If they're too cute to you eat, what do you do? just pay for it, look at it, put it on your shelf until it turns to mold, and or then... Put it in resin so it never... Uh... Ew, yeah, that'd be really weird. It never... Uh... Oh, whatever happened to that guy that put a hot dog in resin? Ew, what? Hang on. I love you, bye-bye.